Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Are we talking now, ain't we? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? Alright, hello everybody, welcome to Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. My name is Liam McNulty, I'm joined, as I am always joined, by Jimmy Moorcraft. Jimmy? Liam? What's going on? Nothing much, I just got off the fast lane. How was life in the fast lane for you? Good, actually, I thought it was, um... It flew by. The actual fast, well, the fast lane pay-per-view, not the actual fast lane. The well, WWE pay-per-view was good. The symbolic fast lane on the metaphoric road to WrestleMania. Right. Long road. To actual WrestleMania. I wonder what that road looks like. I'd love to... They should just buy a highway at this point. Yeah. I mean, they have the money. Um, if they didn't move it every year, that's what they would definitely yeah, have to. Yeah, that's the hard part. But in talking about the wrestling event, I thought that they did a very good job of making SmackDown's WrestleMania scene seem, I suppose, well put together. Better than I thought they would put it together. Not that everything is done, but I think you're talking about the fast lane show itself as yeah, a whole, and what they did for WrestleMania for the SmackDown. Brand yeah, in okay, I okay. That they did a good job. Obviously, the two biggest things coming out of it were the women's title announcement and the confirmation of the WWE title scene. Yeah, they did the uh, the women's title announcement. Mm-hmm. The inevitable Oscar versus Charlotte. Yes, they did. Oscar challenging Charlotte. Yep. Didn't do it as good as we had said they should, but they they did it nonetheless. I thought it was okay. It was okay, but it was see, good. the thing is, if you're going to do it the way they did it, then don't really be in our face about Carmella with the briefcase. I thought that should be out of our mind if she wasn't going to be involved like well, I, I thought well, she should. Corey Graves already said that last week, so I think that she should well, yeah, be talking about it. It's one thing it. for the commentators to say it. It's another thing for her to hold the briefcase up and say, like, she basically said, like, I'm trying to cash in at WrestleMania right now. Yeah, she's trying to pull a Seth Rollins. She did say that she'd cash in other times and hasn't. And the one thing that I know, but she was kind of out of sight, out of mind for a few weeks. Well, right. I feel like a lot of the times they are. I mean, that's kind of how the money in the bank goes. I feel like yeah. it's meant to give them status, depending on the year. It's not always someone who's a main top tier talent, male mm-hmm. or female. And I think that Carmella would not be in the WrestleMania card and probably still won't be in the WrestleMania card because I don't see her actually cashing in at WrestleMania. Have I actually said what I think should happen on the show? Let me just say real quick, I kind of want Asuka to challenge Charlotte. I want them to have a nice, long 20, 25, 30-minute epic match. Really take each other to to the limit. Asuka barely ekes out a victory, and then right as she starts to celebrate, Carmella's music hits. Yeah. And that's how the streak ends too, because it would just it would give it would give Carmella so much heat, but it wouldn't take any credibility away from Asuka. and it'll also set up this whole new storyline for her chasing the title on SmackDown. Right. So then, does Asuka go back to Raw? No, she eventually wins the title and stays on SmackDown. But how would she stay on SmackDown if I she's mean, not I'm, champion coming out of WrestleMania? Right. She gets a contractually obligated rematch. And then maybe she wins and Wait, Carmella... Why would it... Oh, because she just won the title. She won, and then Carmella Well, so would Charlotte, in. so they'd have to do a triple threat match probably again yeah. or after. In any case, Asuka has a reason to stick around. Right, but my issue is that Asuka would have to be Carmella eventually, and Carmella wouldn't have a long title reign. So would you be okay so, with that? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I'm all about the moment at WrestleMania. I just don't know. I don't think Carmella going forward. I think it works to her favor kind of... to not hold it for a long time because it, it, it's getting her heel heat. It's not supposed to give her credibility as like a legit worker. It's supposed to give her heel heat as like... Yeah, but every other Money in the Bank winner was a legit worker. I mean, I can't think of anyone beside Damian Sandow. No, no, I'm just saying this talent. specific way to book it, to have her cash in on Asuka right after Asuka, really goes through the ringer and gets yeah, taken but, to her limit, and it has this like huge streak behind her for all her time in WWE so far. 
Right, but I don't, I don't see Carmella as a female talent in the company being booked going forward after that moment as like a top-tier player, as I feel like she'd have to be. So if you cash in on Asuka, and then even if Asuka wins the title back, it's all fine. I don't see Carmella after that being in whatever brand she's on title scene, like as a way to boost. Well, she doesn't her. have to constantly be in the title scene. Yeah, I guess. I don't you know. Talk to Jinder I, um, I like Carmella. I'd have Asuka beat her though. Yeah, that, you'd, yeah. That, see, that could be cool too. Do. But to me, that's the second place runner-up to what I feel would be even more appropriate. Which well, is because that's your what you want to happen. Because Carmella is like the last person, the last person who should have any business. Being the one who ended Asuka's undefeated streak. Right. That's why it works for me, but really. Unless, but, I, but, but, but I feel like the Money in the no, Bank, no. the cash-ins work the best when someone is beaten down or whatnot. And I feel like after the match, Charlotte wouldn't like beat down on Asuka unless they want to turn her heel, which I don't think no, is no, happening. No, no, no. Asuka's just gone through the ringer. I actually thought about that. Asuka's gone through the ringer. So she's really, she's just beat down from the match. Hey, hang on, hang on. Let me finish. Her. Let me finish. Asuka's beat down from the match. Carmella's music plays right as Asuka starts to celebrate, and Asuka, like, looks, you know, thrown by it for a second, but then she's like, no, you know what? Come on. Like, she, Asuka looks like, fuck it. I'm ready. And what happens? She gets hit with the briefcase from behind by Carmella. And then Carmella mm, beats yeah. her with the briefcase down, and then the bell rings, and Carmella hits her finisher, and maybe Asuka even kicks out and tries to reverse another finisher attempt, but isn't able to, and Carmella hits her finisher again and wins. But her finisher is a, is a submission move. You realize that, right? Where they established, like, they established like a power move for her in the next couple of weeks. I mean, if they end Asuka's streak with that lame-ass super kick, I will be All right, very then she upset. puts her to sleep in the, in the Money in the Bank cash in, in the submission. Okay. Mr. Semantics. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the truth. That's her finisher the tap, so Asuka would have to, unless they do a uh, super kick. I don't think she does. She does the Bronco Buster. Oh, she does do the super kick sometimes. Finish. That's not finishing no, the match. No, not anymore. Um, Used to be. But, um, in a bygone era. Should we, uh, Wouldn't have been my first call. Why don't we go in order of the card? Because we have to talk about Fastlane itself. Yeah. I guess we could just talk about what I just We kept that. alluding to the Carmella thing, and, and we never really said it, so... Yeah. Um, now it's been said. It has been said. This show opened up with Nakamura versus Rusev, which was, in my estimation, the second best match of the night. Because um, I really like Charlotte yeah. and Ruby, but um, I think they... Uh, that's your first and, best uh, match of the night? Charlotte no, and Ruby? Well, that's my third, but I meant like... Wouldn't have been my first call. Charlotte and Ruby and Nakamura and Rusev could be tied for second. Okay. But I think Ru- Rusev and Nakamura wins. It was a really good match. Um, 15 minutes. I was not expecting it to go that long. People are bitching about Rusev and how WWE is cooling him off. You're not cooling off Rusev by putting him in the ring on a Sunday with the number one contender for the WWE Championship and on a Tuesday with the WWE Champion. You know, if he was losing in quick matches, I could yeah, totally see the arguments. But You're he, not doing him any favors as far as the reaction he's been getting. Right. That's but, what their criticism is But we were all afraid about. of how it would go, and it went well, in my opinion. Nakamura did not get booed. Nakamura got it a cheer well when he won. As they, it went as well as it could, but the, I think the concerns were valid because they had kind of painted themselves into a corner. We, we talked about that a little bit last right, week. Right, but I... I don't think Rusev would have been in the spot had he not been getting the reactions he's been getting. So, in my eyes, they are listening. And, sorry, but Rusev shouldn't be winning. I think no one can dispute that fact. Well, not against Shinsuke, but maybe he should be winning a match against a different opponent. But against who, then, is my question. Who? I think he should have been in the main event. Baron Corbin? No question about it. He should have been... Maybe just a singles match between Rusev and Baron Corbin. Well, right, but we have the main. I'm talking about the talent that were not already on the card because they're playing. Yeah, I'm saying don't book yourself challenge. into that situation to begin with. Well, I would book Rusev in that match then, if that's the case. 
I book him in, in the main event. Okay, I, think I don't think it's been, ideal for what I'm talking about. I don't think him getting a meaningless pay per view win is, is 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 ideal either. Because where does he go from there? It's not going to give him it's a, not mania a meaningless spot. pay per view win, but you start to uh, give him this. You start to give him some some momentum with the crowd behind him, and you actually commit to that. What don't you fucking understand? Yeah, um, I mean, he doesn't have a bad track record with Aiden English. They're painting them as this jobber no, yeah. tag team, but they have pinfalls over Gable and Benjamin and New Day. And I think Rusev beat maybe Big E, or he had a singles match when they were doing that feud for a few weeks. Yeah. So it's not perfect. Um, that damn show ain't it. Obviously, the best case scenario for Rusev at WrestleMania is winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I at think this that point, he or partnering with... Somebody, yes. which we'll talk we'll about get, later. We'll get into that later. But he had two really good matches this week, I thought. Yeah. The Nakamura match, I thought Nakamura also was one of his best matches. On, on Yeah, it was a really looked. good match. Um, that Machka kick reversal from the Kinshasa was, uh, was, sick. was amazing. Yeah. And um, I gave it three and three quarter stars. Sweet. Yeah, I think it was really good. Out of five. Out of five. Well, depends on who you're asking. Damn. But for me, yeah, five. Awesome. Yeah, I give it a really good wrestling match out of... Out of a fast lane card's worth of wrestling matches. Um, he's being quiet because we have more on Rusev later. Anyone was <laughs> noticing. The next match, the United States Championship match, it was slow as I expected it to be, but it wasn't as boring and slow and as I thought it would be. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, yeah, it was good. Um, it was a yeah, good match. Uh, three and a half star match, I thought. I think that the ending helped save it. Yeah. Just because the RKO trope will never get old, because the whole point of the move is to be done out of nowhere. Yeah. And it wasn't teased it was also at all, really. kind of obvious that Rude wasn't going to be able to hit the blockbuster from that angle, personally. Really? Yeah. Rude was a little too far away and facing the other direction. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I guess. I, it's I, really, when you think about it, it's really impressive. Somebody pointed this out on another podcast, so I should, probably shouldn't reiterate it, but it's really impressive for Orton to be able to do that. I mean, I know he's had a ton of experience, but just when oh. someone's coming off the rope, to be able to... And Bobby's a big boy. About, think about how close their heads get, you know, without yeah. actually meeting, if you execute it correctly, which he always does. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, and it and it didn't protect Bobby, but it's a move that has been, it's one of the most protective finishers in wrestling today, still. Yeah. And uh, I thought Bobby looked good. I like how Orton put him over on SmackDown. Yeah. It also threw a wrench into the... After he didn't put him over on Fastlane. Right. Um, so we know that Jinder Mahal is in this whole thing. And he was He's there watching the match or backstage or something. He was on the pre-show talking about where he'd be. And I think they showed him backstage during it, right? Yeah. So I was thinking, all right, he's going to come out and ruin it. Totally. I'm glad he yeah. didn't. He came out after. I thought perfect opportunity for Root to turn heel. Even the frustration, which we now know he's still babyface, because there was an inkling of me that thought maybe he will on SmackDown turn. Yeah. Like a 5% chance. Just because at the end of it, he was left standing tall, and he chose to attack both Mahal and Orton. Right. And Orton went on talking smack later on, saying well, he, kind he would of have done the Mahal same thing. Off of, he fended Mahal off of Orton. Right. But then he opted to... Well, right. So the way he did it made me think that it could have been a plausible heel turn or a slow one in the process just because he really just could have walked out of the ring afterwards. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of I a sore loser like, if you're giving your finisher to the guy who just beat yeah, you. Yeah, but I think it was like he, he saved him out of instinct because he's a good guy. And then after the fact, he double-taked and was like, well, that's Randy Orton. This guy wouldn't hesitate to RKO me out of nowhere, so fuck him. Yeah, I mean... That's, that's how I took it anyway. That's a pretty... In death way of looking at it. Yeah, so well, that's me for you. I, uh, because it's useless now, isn't it? No, it makes sense that way, so I'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> Great. Um, it's more than you're ever going to get from them. Mahal then defeated Bobby Roode on SmackDown, and we are definitely set for a triple threat match. I don't know. Oh, Do you yeah. think they're looking at how 
first of all, we have the potential, potential, for five different triple threat matches. I know that Kevin and Sammy and the whole Shane thing will probably lean more towards a tag team match, but it is Whoops, possible right now to yeah. say that it could be a triple threat match. With triple that being, threat mania. With that being said, between the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, which will also be um, the, you know... They found two different ways IC to get to title, a triple threat. The UC the U.S. title. The U.C. title. The SmackDown title. The Undercontinental Sammy, title. Sammy, and then... Wasn't there another one? Both mid-card titles are triple threats. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking the Raw Smackdown Women's could be definitely if you put be. Mickey in there. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, but. no, I don't, th- I don't think she'll be in it. I also... Well, we'll get into that on Raw. Um, so, yeah, uh, the direction they're going, I think, is pretty obvious. It's going to yeah. be a triple threat match. Triple threat um, match. People are saying this could possibly be in the pre-show. I don't think it'll, they'll ever permit it no, in the pre-show. No, no, yeah. no. Okay, I think so, too. Um, that would be a big drop-off from the yeah. WWE title to the I pre-show. I think this is one of the matches that you could rip some time off of. Like, I mean, Randy Orton deserves more than 10 minutes on WrestleMania pay-per-view, but given that this is probably going to be the least anticipated, yeah, I would say so. What, 10 minutes? No, I'm saying the U.S. title. Well, right, I'm yeah. saying give it 10 minutes, and I'm saying that the U.S. title is probably the most the least, the least anticipated. No, I got match. that. So you're saying ten minutes? Yeah, I would probably give it more. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't really. Could, especially with, with be as Randy's... long as you want. Just you know, I think they should give less time to. Well, it's as long as you want. The, the bullshit that they're ultimately long, not going to so. give less time to. But yeah, well, more time, a few more minutes here, a few more minutes to Bailey and Sasha should get at least twenty minutes. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Oh, but. spoiler! I don't think Bailey and Sasha's happening at all. The Moolah really? Battle Royal. Oh yeah. So what's your fourteenth? Um, sir. I thought we were on the same page, uh, but it turns out Jimmy Miz, is wrong. Miz, Rollins, Balor, Moolah, Battle Royal, Giant, Battle Royal, 3, Bludgeon Brothers, Usos, New Day, 4, four. Cruiserweight Championship, 5, US, 6, Owen, Zane, McMahon, 7. Oh, I had the Bludgeon Brothers twice. Who else do you think they're going to wrestle? No, I had the same match. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, Fucking 5, around. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Did we just 13. make room for Sasha and Bailey? Thirteen. Did we just find twenty minutes for Sasha and Bailey? Um, because I think we should. Oh well, obviously I think they should too. I just think with this battle royal, I just find it hard to believe they're going to have. I think both battle royals are pre-titles. I think both the battle royals should be pre-show. Everything else should be main card. I don't think they'll put the Moolah one on the, on the pre-show for it being the first one. I see it being on the main card. Was the first Andre on the main? I don't think. Yeah, it, WrestleMania 30. I don't remember one. any of the yeah. Andres remember being on the main card. Remember when he lifted Big Show? It was the second match. Yeah, I thought that happened on the pre-show. Yeah, nope, happened on the main card. I, I could remember it equally from the pre-show as yeah. I could from no, the main the card. No, all the other ones were, um, but uh, 30 was not. And 32 was on the main card, too, when Baron Corbin won, actually. So oh, out shit. of the four, 50% of them have been on the main card. Think for one fucking second. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have 13 matches, so yes, it should happen, uh, but... I don't know. They're marketing NXT women in this one more so than they did the Rumble, which is interesting. Um, they blatantly showed Peyton Royce tweeting about it on SmackDown, which in the I thought... In the Battle Royal? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which I thought... Well, they're going to have to pad it out. They're not going to have as many former yeah. uh, talents. No, I think that NXT any, should be in it. Any. It just made me more excited. Yeah, absolutely. So after the U.S. title, we we had a women's tag match, which we don't need to talk for more than no. a second. It was Heels won? Nine minutes. I'm done. Heels won. Carmella should have won. Uh, and it was did. solid action. And did, to be clear. Uh, two and a half stars, and then Carmella defeated Naomi Tuesday on SmackDown, which is fine. Um, it doesn't matter! I like how they're giving Carmella wins, clearly, because something could be happening, whether it's at WrestleMania or somewhere else. Uh, SmackDown, yeah. yeah, I'm interested in seeing how that goes. Then we had the Tag Team Championship match. Yes. 
I held on to the thought like a real broadcaster, now I get to say it. They switched. They switched. We were talking about last week how both the U.S. title match and the tag title match, we thought were going to lead to triple threat matches at Mania. Yes. And what I predicted was that Jinder would get involved in the U.S. title match, leading to some kind of a no contest or schmaz. Rude would retain the title going to Mania, and that the New Day would win the title from Usos, and then they'd get attacked by Bludgeon. So basically the opposite of what happened. The title changed in the U.S. instead of in the tag. Because it's two different ways to get to a triple threat when you right. basically have the same. Oh, you predicted the New Day winning the titles? Why do I forget that? Well, yeah, I said that was the most logical way. I, I really didn't think they'd give Orton the U.S. title, at least at Fastlane. Right, yeah. They really fast-tracked that U.S. title shot for Orton. They fast-laned it. Um, Damn! And what you just said, I liked that they did that. How they kind of... It could have been very monotonous with the three people involved in both U.S. and tag team title scenes. And I mm-hmm. think that they did a good job of... Like you said, reversing it. It made it all a little more interesting. Getting to the same end two different ways. Yeah, and made it more interesting. It shows that they actually put some effort into it. Um, Yeah. uh, Oh, good for you! Or creatively thinking of how to do it. New Day and Usos have wrestled countless of times. They obviously have incredible matches. Mm -hmm. Um, I like how they went to stealing each other's moves. Um, which is a trope I've seen before, usually with singles competitors, whenever a feud is going long and they re-meet, it makes sense, because you mm-hmm. wrestle them for so long to use their moveset. Yeah. Um, Cena and Orton were famous for this, and... Taking one right out of Cena's playbook! Several other, of Rock and Austin. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I think that made sense. It's hard to really grade the match for the action that they had. I gave it three and three quarter stars from what I yeah. saw. But I can't give it anything more than that, because it, 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 it ended. wasn't a match. It ended. wasn't a match. So, um... So you get nothing. The work in the ring was good like it always is. Yeah. I think that the Bludgeon Brothers are great. I just, I, I can't do the mallets. First of all, I hate that they're called yeah. mallets. Yeah. I really thought that was just going to be theatrics and it wasn't actually going to be like a weapon. But Everything else is like, fine. Even yeah. the name no, 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 is fine. No, 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 yeah. Bludgeon Brothers would have been fine. Well, the name leaves a lot to be desired in my opinion, but it's not a deal breaker. The mallets, if they just brought them out and put them down and never actually used them or even hinted at using them... I would be okay with that, but it's using them as a weapon because well, you would kill a guy if you if this was a real well. Triple H used a sledgehammer, so and that's also ridiculous, right? But he did it for a long time, and he eventually got and it. And it to, never got any less ridiculous. No, but it got to a point where whenever he brought it out, he got a pop for it. Delete, delete, several, delete. Several of his matches ended with it. So if they had them, I'm actually glad that they used them. To be honest, I'd rather than not have them at all. I don't, yeah, see, I think them, it'd be fine to have them and not use um, them. Well, I mean, they're these, they're, they're these two killer guys. There's five of them and two of them. So in the beginning, well, they're monsters. yeah, I think they're it's They're monsters okay. in and of themselves. You know, the mallets are just about the, the atmosphere they're creating, yeah, I feel but, like. Yeah, but Jason Voorhees Honestly, is also I hate, a monster. I hate the mallets. And, I'm just trying to justify it and, and say, like... If you absolutely have to have it, fine. Just don't use it as a weapon. Yeah, it's funny. We we just we have different views on it because I'd rather than not have yeah. it at all. Um, Honestly, I fine. We agree on that. I'd rather the, than not. The, ha- I'm just trying to compromise. And the spot on on. Uh, I'm ever the compromise. Was that SmackDown? Oh, the first time they used them was at Fastlane, and they kind of got a bit of a pop for it. And the whole steel chair thing was oh that happened on SmackDown where they got the steel chairs and then. Which chair spot? And Uso and Biggie, oh, they took yeah, chairs, yeah, yeah. and then they used the mallets to, like, knock the chair out of his hand. So that was kind of... That was cool. Cool, I suppose. Yeah. The beatdown, though, that. was phenomenal. I haven't seen a beatdown like that in a very long time. I thought You're that, talking about a fast lane? Yeah. Yeah. The initial um, getting the powerbomb to Woods was brutal. Uh, he sold mm-hmm. it like he just got electrocuted. Yeah. Um, Electrobombed. It was really intense. I think that I wish they didn't do everything they did there because I feel like 
they did like three or four cool spots that could have been in the match that they eventually are going to have at WrestleMania. Well, they'll come up with um, new cool spots. Yeah, but they only have so many tag team moves, and they use like half of them. They have the power bomb. They have their other finisher. They have the body slam thing, and then they have their individual moves. So I don't know. It's yeah. not a big complaint. And I WWE, just feel like WWE wrestlers never uh, repeat moves. You're right about that. So, and in a triple threat match, the other thing that could separate with all these triple threat matches are that it's a no disqualification. So in a feud like Uso New Day, yeah. that I'm expecting there to be weapons or totally. more. So that's why a lot of the spots they did were on the outside of the ring, yeah. which I felt like could have been. But it's a very small complaint. Um, and I am excited for this match. I think that I'm happy the New Day and Usos are on the card together. Yeah. And Bludgeon Brothers, I think, deserve it. Uh, I mean, Harper and Rowan definitely deserve it. Definitely. From everything they've had. Definitely. And um, I think it's been a good build. So I'm happy with all of this. And I think yeah, it... Uh, same. I think both tag team divisions, I like how they're stories. Yeah. The Raw one we'll get into, it's a little looser, but this one was, Just, is a pretty consistent Since you story. mentioned it, I am going to say, when Cesaro and Sheamus mentioned being traded to SmackDown, I couldn't help but immediately think the Bar versus Bludgeon Brothers WrestleMania done. I don't even need you to turn one of them, but if you feel like you have to, fine, but that would be a physical fucking awesome WrestleMania match. Yeah. Wouldn't, they wouldn't do it, obviously. Yeah. No no, there's a I lot. Knew of, I was crazy to even think it at the time. But there's a lot of teams who Angle could have. I mean, it didn't make sense from a general manager perspective to put all these teams in a battle royal that have lost. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I mean, it was all done for Strowman. Oh wait, no, clearly I can't get into that now. Um, after the tag title, we had the women's title. I mean, I I didn't think it was going to be a bad match by any means because Ruby Riot is a extremely good competitor in the yeah. ring. It's just that her perception with the crowd and character work hasn't been. Uh, which is on creative's part, hasn't fully given her the spotlight that I mm-hmm. think she could have gotten before this match. But this match, when... Time? 14 minutes. Wow. Yeah. The moonsault spot on the outside was really cool. There was a near fall that no one had kicked out of her riot kick yet. It's a yeah. very weak finishing move, by the way. She has a lot of other it moves It really is. Every time I see it, I'm like, too. that is a finisher? She used to do on the indies a... Uh, Oh, I guess because Akira Tozawa does it. She does like a senton from the top rope. That's yeah. like her main finishing move. And she has a submission, too. The finishing too. move that's like a GTS, but you instead of doing the knee, you do the kick, like mm-hmm. the roundhouse kick to the guy. Yeah. To me, that's already like, okay, that's, you know, already not nearly as, as impactful as the GTS, for example. Right. And this move seems even less to me. Yeah. Yeah, and she has a lot of other stuff, which is good from the fact that, you know, she has a lot in her arsenal to use. Yeah. Um, and she did well. She looked like she belonged there. Charlotte also put her over on Talking Smack after not putting her over, but she shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> she shouldn't have been put over. I mean, yeah. she shouldn't have won. And um, I was happy. Talk you over. Uh, Charlotte definitely. You'll put me in the match. You'll put me over, and then later on, I'll talk you over. Yeah, classic. And Charlotte definitely. I wish her pay per view streak was still intact because even if she lost multi man matches, which are the only she's only lost in one singles match on pay per view against Bailey. Really? The rest of them was at WrestleMania, which is a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. And then a few tag team matches, Money in the Bank. Um, but she's only gotten WrestleMania was a four-way, once. actually. Four-way, yeah. yeah. And on pay-per-view. This would have been a cool way to, I guess, bring that back around. So Charlotte has something beside her title. I mean, the title's right. enough. But, um, yeah, we talked about at that top of the show, of course, what happened after this with Asuka and Charlotte confirmed. Um, on SmackDown, I thought their promo was fine. I thought they said exactly what they needed yeah. to. Um was it Raw or SmackDown? Oscar was a little unnatural sounding. Raw, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was kind of just the inflection. Yeah, was... SmackDown was a little easier because it was lighter. And um, I think the crowd 
were happy to see her on a SmackDown yeah. show. So they were, not that Raw was disrespectful, but they were a lot more quiet when she was talking, which helps. I could imagine. I almost heard her. some what chants, I felt like. On SmackDown or Raw? On Raw. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. Which, I mean, really, if you're one of those people, please, I mean, come on. Fuck off. Yes. Yeah, awful. Like, no chance. You haven't seen another. Wade, I'm sure you listen to Wade Keller about all that. When Wade was talking with Travis about uh, that they can't help themselves with Alexa being framed to make fun of Asuka and that there are people in the NFL and track and field and the Olympics that are all different languages who don't speak English that are athletes. So why can't WWE just let these two Japanese people do their thing? Well, without- I mean, it's become a part of the product, you know, that to succeed in WWE, you need to be the all around package. Right. But why you can't know? you be the package with subtitles? You don't could, tell me. No, I'm still conveying. Preaching to the choir on that one. Yeah, no, I know. But, but um, at the same time, and I hate to, I don't even know, I might end up cutting this, but just like, not to be a dick, but how long has Oscar lived here? Like, how, how trying, how hard is she trying to improve? That's what my mom said, improve? but she moved here from Japan in 2015. She's only been... Right, so she's been here a couple of years. Two and a half years. She should be speaking completely I don't know, fluent it's, English. It's, I think it's, it's... No, 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 no. Not completely fluent pretty English, decent. but... See, I don't. I don't think she's consistently pretty decent. I also don't decent. think she needs to be. I don't think that because think you're in America. I she's consistently pretty decent. She's been, you know, good for what she needs to be sometimes. Because but they're other, making but her other times more. It's kind of, she yeah. was phenomenal in NXT. What's the mystique? You're killing the mystique. So, well, right. But so you'll say that in order to be a superstar, you have to talk. But in NXT... Don't shoot the messenger. She more than was a superstar. She was what she is now. NXT built her. And they did fine with it. So she found a way to be the all-around package. But you also don't have to talk as much in NXT. But she doesn't really need to talk that much in she WWE either. She got by either. mostly just saying nobody's ready for Asuka in short senses. Now in WWE, you know, they have like these long paragraphs. That's part of it. You know, keep it to the point. Right. They don't need to. And also they have Alexa Bliss, who is a great heel, and they can't resist the opportunity for their best mean girl to down-talk the Japanese right. superstar. And, uh, honestly, I don't even have as much of a problem with that as I have with them seemingly leaning into it by, oh. having, by having Asuka, like, especially I don't have a problem seeming while Alexa's doing it. I just think Asuka should just kick her immediately or start yeah, attacking. That would be I don't great. really mind. Asuka's getting heel heat, the crowd's booing, so it's working. But instead, she's, like, kind of, you know, sounding like a foreigner. Well, she is. You know what I mean? Sounding like a. But he don't know talking good like me and you. I don't know the the like with the real thick accent. Monday Night on Raw, she just her inflections were strange. She was like yelling a lot of the time, but like what she was saying was was seemed like it. Well, the yelling in Japanese, I love when she gets mad because if I'm yelling in, in Japanese, if she was I'm yelling in, her... in English though, yelling what she was trying to communicate in English, and it wasn't really. You know what I'm talking about? You want to play it? Well, I recall it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what she doesn't speak. The greatest English yet, and I also don't think that she should be fluent by the end of her career. Like, I hope people don't, at the end of her career, what do you mean? oh, she was a really good wrestler, but she never knew how to speak English, so that really tarnished her aura. Like, I don't think that should ever... No, Like, no, I don't no, see no. her not, becoming this, like, fluent... I'm not with her being I'm not, well, I'm, not, well, I'm not talking about you individually, I'm talking about Collective Hole, because it's a, I've heard it from several places. Yeah. Um, I don't think she... I'm just concerned to. with her presentation, and... Honestly, even if she had improved a little bit more uh, quickly than she has at at communicating in English, I still would prefer subtitles or I think even more so a translator. Like if it was the, it would have to be the right. Yeah, no, I, I the never casting would the have to be would idea. have to be would have to be appropriate. Yeah, if they would be able to do that. But but when push comes to shove at WrestleMania, she will be extremely over, and she'll put on a great match. 
and uh, hopefully her work between the ropes can continue her ascent up. I mean, clearly she's just won the Royal Rumble, so she's not yeah. in a position to fail based on her. Her and Charlotte speaking. are going to tear down at WrestleMania. They absolutely are. Um, speaking of tear it down, the six men in the main event tore it down. Yeah. Um, it really did. I didn't have high hopes for this match going in, and it really exceeded my expectations. I knew. I mean, I I knew that it would be based on the near well, falls alone. It would be good. Obviously, but, um, yeah. But I was just concerned that it would be a little bit of a mess, and I didn't realize uh, just the story with Kevin. I was saying to you off air the story with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Shane that they told. Particularly, I was really feeling. I yeah, was really. And a, they a fan all, of. um, everyone shown. Baron Corbin got a spot to shine. Uh, Dolph Ziggler slightly Fuck had Baron a spot Corbin. to shine, very slightly. Um, oh, good for you, because it's useless now, isn't it? Um, the uh, the main story with Sammy and Kevin, who, you know, leading into this, Sammy, before the match at the pay-per-view said, you know, I'm still going to lay down for you. Are, are we supposed to assume that Sammy was going to, because it was Kevin Owens' own paranoia that made they him not believe him. They purposely didn't answer it. I don't think, I think. Well, they, I'm asking they, you what you think, like. I mean, I think they had to have yeah, a, the they, writers they wrote had an a situation idea they where were. they purposely avoided answering it by having instead of so we were concerned that why would Sami Zayn play his hand last week on SmackDown when there were no stakes instead of and waiting, that was waiting why until he said Sunday he did and it. fooling Kevin Owens. Right, he said last week after the match, sense. he said he proved that he was the best because that's what that match on SmackDown and was about. And the title wasn't on the line, right? And then uh, earlier on Fastlane, he saw Kevin Owens and said, "I'm still going to do it." And we don't know if he was going to do it or not. I tend to think that he never was going to, but we I don't know because Kevin Owens' to. paranoia got the best of him, and he tried right. to pick him up to attack him more. Yeah, but his reasoning that the title wasn't on the line on Tuesday, and tonight it's on the line, so I'll definitely lay down tonight. I mean, you have to imagine anybody in the company who has the chance to go to WrestleMania would never actually... I mean, they're building yeah, up so WrestleMania. That's what I, said. As, I tend to believe he wouldn't. Like, it was all well, I hope, it was a yeah, ruse. I really, it was a ploy. I, yeah, I really hope that he wouldn't, because that's what every, you know, that's the whole point of wrestling mm-hmm. at this point, is yeah. to get to WrestleMania and that. And the fact that he obviously, I think, lied to Kevin, made it seem like that. Because you could, he could have created him, he could have gotten to like a roll-up quickly, he could have done a yeah. bunch of things to catch him off guard. But um, the story was done very well after Kevin's paranoia got the best of him. They started fighting, the crowd started cheering, and of course it led to of a course. spot on the outside where Shane McMahon, who, yes, was outside during the entire match on the ringside. I don't know why. Well, I know why, because of this. He's obviously. the commissioner. But, um... You know, how he, how he is always ringside for oh, every joking. SmackDown okay. Live match. I was worried that was not going to be a joke at first. Um, so, of course, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Owens... never been ringside before. Kevin Owens goes to kick Sammy. Sammy moves, knocks out Chain later on in the match. Uh, Real quick, I just... Sammy, I just... I was just saying to you also, Affair, Sammy is fucking awesome. I just... He gets... He and Kevin are fighting on the outside. He gets the better of Kevin. Looks up and sees Shane, and just the way he plays it was perfect to me. Like, I just totally bought... Um, I thought it was great with the acting and the, all the stuff that he did with the facials and it all looked great. Yeah. But my whole thing is that Shane was there at ringside the entire match. So unless I forgot something that occurred, I don't well, know no, why that, at that, that moment. Because it had just culminated up until that point, Sammy and Kevin hadn't really come to blows in the match. Sammy's plan was to fake, I guess, fake Kevin out and roll him up and win the match. That didn't work. Then they actually just right after that, they just came to blows like full on. Right. Sammy wound up getting the better of him, and right as they're coming out of that exchange and that sequence, because Sammy's not looking at Shane and saying, you know, fuck you, because I'm so not champion. So where was Kevin at this point? Sammy was... Like, laying down after yeah, he got he was, he was just something? behind... Him and Sammy had just finished, like, going at it, and Sammy kind of... Uh, on the, the apron, back oh, body drop, and then gotcha. Sammy looks up and, and just sees Shane, just... he's It's the first thing he sees when he looks up, 
and he's fighting his friend because this guy, you know, in part has been trying to get them, you know, has been, uh, has had this, this, uh, vindictive, uh, you know, fucking vendetta. vendetta, Thank you against them. And now Sammy was literally saying, are you happy now, Shane? This is what you wanted. You wanted us fighting and now we're fighting your fucking little plan worked out. Great job as commissioner, which is. This is not supposed to be what you're here for. Right. No, no, I definitely get that. Um, but what what I was saying to you off air about the whole superkick thing, so that happened before the superkick, and it definitely made sense why he turned around, and I get all that. Even though, I think my confusion is that on Tuesday, Kevin Owens tried saying that Sami Zayn is the one who's selfish, and he doesn't realize what Shane's trying to do. But my whole thing is that Sami does know what Shane's trying to do, because of what he said on Sunday. So I guess that's well, that why was I'm the confused. heat of the moment. I mean, Kevin, I'm sure, didn't like watch it back like real yeah. closely. And on on Tuesday, what they were saying, I guess jumping ahead a little bit, uh, right. just you know the the whole thing with the super kick and the and the way it led to Shane pulling the ref out and then Shane pulling Owens off of like back to back. Yeah. In Kevin Owens' case, Shane was totally out of line, but then even more so in Sammy's case, and I feel like it was written all over his face. It was just that really got to me. Kevin Owens too, but Sammy even more so because Sammy didn't even kick Shane. Right. Kevin didn't kick Shane purposely, and it wasn't Kevin's choice that Shane was even out there. But Sammy didn't even kick Shane. He didn't do anything. And this guy just cost... The commissioner of this brand that I'm supposed to be on just cost me the title. Like, his face was just priceless. What the fuck happened? Yeah, no, it was good. Um, I said this off air, and you just said it again, and I still think it, though, is Kevin hits Sammy, and Sammy moves. Sammy should have moved, because he's in a wrestling match, and he doesn't want to get kicked. Right. But Sammy very well much understood that Shane McMahon was behind him. So You're talking about almost, the kick that led to Shane getting... Yeah. No, so it was, it, was almost like, like, it was almost like a double, like, okay, I don't want to get hit. And like you said, instinct. But at the same time, he moved his own body to talk to Shane, and he knew what was going to happen next. I think you're wanting to read too much into it, dude. For, for dude, me, it's, for it's me not, personally, it's not he was angry at Shane. He walked over to Shane. You're saying that part of the, you're saying that there. part so of the reason you you're suggesting that part of the reason he moved out of the way of a kick was so that Shane. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'm could not become the recipient I'm of that kick. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm 100 of the reason he moved out of the way was to himself. avoid the kick. No, I'm not suggesting that he wanted Shane to get hit. I'm suggesting that he put himself in front of Shane because of the anger that you said he portrayed, and it was all great character storytelling. Right. He himself, though. Walked over to Shane to get angry. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that right, he thought, but he didn't, oh, he didn't walk Kevin's over to Shane. Me now he didn't and, and walk over to move. Shane no. to get Shane kicked. I just said that. I don't think that that's what he got angry. But at the same time, he's in that position, so he knows that as soon as he ducks his head, a I'm instinctively moving out of the no, way it's in a the championship match. It's, it's quicker than that. But Shane he doesn't... is there. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think. I so mean, you, it think, was you think a more obviously. you think a more stand up guy in kayfabe would have stayed and ate the kick so that Shane didn't no, have no, to no, bear it. No, not at all. I definitely think that, like I said, in a championship match, anyone instinctively would have moved. Absolutely, yeah. I'm 100 percent behind that. I just feel as though in that little precise location, it was almost luck. I guess I have an issue with the with the convenience of this match. I guess that's. I guess the logic of it. The well, fact that. Then I mean, he must have hated Kevin when AJ suddenly right forearmed his way well, back that, in and won. I, and I also hated when John Speaking Cena... Speaking of convenience. When John Cena got clotheslined, clotheslined, not even like a finishing move, he got clotheslined, rolled out of the ring. You saw him roll out of the ring. Yeah. For I don't know how long, and then he conveniently came in for Corbin's spot. I think Corbin was doing the... Uh, oh, when Corbin was getting on his roll. Remember, he kind of had like a spot. Oh, yeah, he's match. working up his head of steam. And then Cena came in. Right out of Cena's playbook. 
Um, so I don't know. I guess I gave the match four stars. By the way, I'm not hating on it. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. that the for so many moving parts, right? And people have hated the Kevin and Sammy stuff. I really never hated it. Um, I was never exactly hoping or expecting a major payoff at WrestleMania. Yeah, and I think that what we're getting is about what I expected, um, or what I think we're getting. Which oh, I was. We oh, now I, know. It seems like what we're getting is better than what I expected. Because for a second there, I was buying into the Andre Battle Royal hype for Sammy. Yeah, and Kevin. my cousin was too. I never. Th- I I definitely thought they'd at least get a, a, a singles match. Up until he trolled everybody Sunday afternoon. Did you see he? Uh, my my. The heel, he said so he was studying. That's tape. why my cousin. Yeah. Well, he showed he, it to uh, me first. I'm like, tweeted I don't... a screenshot of the Andre, one of the past yeah. Andre Battle Royals, and it he said he's studying tape to understand what it meant. And I had read the article. I'm like, I'm not. He's just I, trolling the I internet. I was looking at who was in it. I thought someone was in it. Like in no, that battle royal, yeah. who like was involved in the storyline. The point was just Andre Battle Royal, and then I was like, "Oh, I get it. Funny." Um, but as soon as I realized that, I was like, "Okay, he wouldn't. There's no way he would no, do that if that was if there's was, any chance he's actually going to be in the battle royal." Yeah, he was going. Although I wouldn't be surprised with everybody's booking that some of the people don't know at this time no, of the year. No, where I they're wouldn't going. be surprised that Kevin Owens could end up in the battle royal. I just don't think he would have tweeted that if he didn't know for certain at that point that he wasn't going to be. You know. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Is that saying, like, right. you don't um, know what you're talking about? Of course, we have to talk about the finish. Well, we talked about it before, but AJ, after getting attitude adjusted through the table and gets, he's laying outside for about after six, seven minutes. After he saw his WrestleMania championship dreams Which is how I saw table. this match ending, by the way. I knew that there would be a phenomenal forearm that's conveniently landed after a finishing spot. Yeah. I didn't think that AJ was going to be out of the ring for eight minutes before it. But I think that that was the best way to book the finish, yeah. no matter who was involved. I think so. I think the match was really um, booked well. I think that you didn't need to have Kevin Owens get pinned, though. I, I honestly, think that was I mean, especially, I mean, after, the story. especially after AJ lost to Cena one-on-one a few weeks ago to qualify Cena for this match. I, think I wish Cena. Cena would have yeah, been full Yeah, that's what And it would have made even more sense for Cena's story, too. Yeah. Which is another story in this match that especially they did well. afterwards, as he, you know, stood Looked, there all yeah, stoically, the pushed camera. the camera away. Yeah, yeah. I think that... I, Definitely thought that was was going to happen. Like to sell that he failed. How about you actually lose the match? So you put your no. shoulders on the map for three seconds have. and actually he, fail first. Yeah, you lose. And with the story they were telling, he could have fucking went to SmackDown and say I wasn't pinned, so I want another chance and let me face Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, like, they could have kept going with it if they wanted to. So that would have put a finish on it. His but fall um, out of the opportunity tree could continue. But uh. AJ retains on SmackDown Live. He opens up the show, cuts a very great babyface champion promo. Although oh, something yeah. about his reaction to the crowd still doesn't scream babyface to me, and I'm okay with that. I've said that. Remember when he first turned babyface in the very beginning, and I yeah. was like, I wouldn't call him a face. I wouldn't call him a face because he never oh, yeah. bought into the crowd. He never pandered to the crowd. Um, but I've come to realize it's just the kind of character that he is, and I like it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, he if he's smiles, not... but when they're training AJ Styles, he's very... I don't know. I don't want to say stoic or even... I, I don't perceive it negatively by any means. But It's, it's a confidence. Like, yeah. It's like almost arrogance, right. but it works. And it's the only guy in the company he can who back reacts it up. that way. Yeah. Um, Nakamura is similar, but he would smile more, do more facial yeah. stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I always like that. I've never liked uh, the I am phenomenal. From the very first, like on the Titan Tron. Yeah, you said that. I like, I like And it he a lot. actually said it in the promo on Tuesday night. He said, when I get in this ring, yeah. I am phenomenal. And you, we had a conversation how you told me that he never said it. And then he said it once. So when he said it last night, I thought of you because my whole argument was that. No, he used yeah, to say the it. phenomenal AJ Styles. Like he would refer to himself as the phenomenal AJ yeah. Styles. And then he did say, I am phenomenal. But he would never actually say, I am phenomenal. And to me, that's just. I don't know. That's like a little, a little overly arrogant for the AJ Styles character that I 
became familiar with like before he ever got to WWE. Well, based for on my liking, based on what I just said about him with the crowd reaction, I think it, it's almost justified. I think he's yeah, confident. I just, he knows because to me, phenomenal was a moniker that was that was originally bestowed on him. It's not right. like he said, "I'm phenomenal." Everybody call me phenomenal. Like it was, you yeah. know. So um, introducing him to the WWE, especially with the Titantron that says, "I am phenomenal," it's like, whoa, this guy, this guy fucking thinks he's Mister Shit over here, like. Oh, good for you. You know? Yeah. No, I kind of get that. He said it a few different times. But, uh, yeah, I guess for a babyface to say it, it's kind of strange. Yeah. But um, I thought it worked to your point. Shinsuke um, had a good promo, I thought, on SmackDown. Um, if we're comparing Asuka and him on Raw to this one on SmackDown, because mm-hmm. I thought Asuka did fine on SmackDown, too. He definitely did better. Um, there was one thing that he said that I didn't understand it. Um, but I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want to rehash the conversation we just had. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. Um, I don't want to say that we don't, cause it's a co-host of wrestling podcast saying that we don't need to understand everything the wrestlers say is fucking bizarre to say. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that, but I don't know. I like how he sticks to like knee to face. I will beat you. Like, I think he has the ideas down. I think he's a simple character, but yeah. he has that aggressive side into him and in that, um, there's a character in him that they haven't tapped into yet um, because he hasn't been put in matches with competitive people like AJ Styles, so I guess mm-hmm. that's what I'm excited about. I mean, despite the fact that it's AJ Styles versus fucking Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. at WrestleMania that yeah. I'm already excited for. Hopefully in the main event. Just, I'm still um, hoping for it. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping too, but... Yeah, not um, expecting. Yeah, Didn't not, say expecting. Yeah, not expecting, unfortunately. But um, we Shit definitely think be. Shinsuke's winning at WrestleMania, right? Is there a chance that they have AJ beat him? Because I would not put it past them. I haven't gotten there. I've actually been anticipating that this crux of the conversation, this part of the conversation, because I don't know if I'm there. I mean, obviously, that's... We have a few. We, that's, you know, I would tend to think Shinsuke would be more likely to win it versus AJ retaining, but I'm not 100% sold for sure that he, you know, either way. Okay. Um, yeah, I could, I mean, people, of course, the culturally appropriate wrestling fans who think Vince McMahon's like a racist, think that he'll never put two Japanese people holding his championships (laughs) in one show. I don't think that's true. I mean, I don't think his, the the paradigm behind it is true that because of them being Japanese. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible for other reasons, just based on his visions of... Turn in Japanese. Smackdown is turn in Japanese. I really um, think so. WWE is turning Japanese at this point. <laughs> um, Shane came out to make his big WrestleMania announcement, which was Kevin Owens versus Sammy, which lends credence to the overall idea that he wanted them to rip each other apart. He's kind of getting what he wanted. Right. Um, he didn't give any reason for not being commissioner anymore. And I think the only reason that was done was because... I mean, Sammy and Kevin should still be disciplined for what, what they did in kayfabe, but I guess because he's not, he wasn't the commissioner anymore that it's not that big of a deal. I'm guessing that's where they're going to go with it. What, that he cost them the no, title no, 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 on no, Sunday? No, 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 on Tuesday when he attacked him oh, and he that, said, I'm stepping down from, from being commissioner. Oh, I thought you meant like his reason from a character standpoint for stepping down. Well, I, I still am curious about that, but I think that's well, I why think, Sammy and Kevin were more inclined to attack him. Yeah. For me, Talking Smack really kind of helped to bridge the gap because he, he did kind of... You know, he said, I'm not regretful now, but I realized that as a, you know, I, he, he seemed to realize the conflict of interest, even right. though, like we were saying, he, he also acknowledged that he was, this was all fresh in his mind and he was still worked up. He had to cool down and give it some thought. Right. So I kind of thought that was like somewhat of an appropriate follow up to that was that, you know, he didn't, even though he didn't explain this fully, 
he just felt like that was something he had to do. He had to step down because it wasn't it wasn't right. It was like it was like the commissioner of any sport interferes in any big game. Right. It's literally what happened on Sunday night. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, Twice in a row. I just think that Daniel Bryan was such an integral piece of this, so at least I would have had Daniel and Shane, instead of saying that I talked to Daniel before, you know, show a segment between Daniel and Shane where maybe they're talking about that and then that leads to his choice. I don't know. It was just... You could yeah, have it was said sudden, but I mean, they, they didn't have Daniel there, apparently, so they had um, to make do. Because again, I mean, you gave a good reason for something that they didn't explicitly say, yeah. so another viewer, I'm always may here not, for that. another viewer may not take it that way. That's what I do! But yeah, so I left uh, the Fastlane pay-per-view thinking, all right, so it's a triple threat for Mania, Shane versus KO versus Sammy. But then going into SmackDown and, and leaving SmackDown with KO and Sammy kind of on the same page attacking Shane, now I'm thinking tag match. I mean, the ideal choice, worry cleared, which this is definitely a dream scenario. I, I know you don't agree, but Brian, because, you know, based on the way things have gone the past well, six if months. I have, if I have options of what I want, I would be happy to see that. Storyline-wise, it would make not, kind of the most yeah, sense. I'm just not a fan of him individually, but I think I'd be yeah. excited for that, for sure. Earlier this week, we had heard of rumblings of, for whatever reason, Ziggler versus Shane possible WrestleMania match, which only told me that maybe Ziggler might get involved as a possible surprise partner for yeah, Shane. which I don't want that. Rusev would be an appropriate partner since... That's what I want. Shane supposedly duly noted yeah. the reaction that he you got You know that's Rusev's ago. name on Twitter, right? What? Rusev's name on Twitter is duly noted. You're kidding. Nope. Oh, that's awesome. That should be yeah. his next shirt. A lot of wrestlers do that. It's actually cool. It's like for a storyline. Um, he has another new shirt, actually. So he's doing good with merch. I have to get his shirt. I've gotten Should a lot of Rusev Day stuff? Uh, yeah, another Rusev Day shirt. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, when you uh, strike love... gold, you keep it going. <laughs> Taking any opportunity to work these new clips in. Uh, I see that. <laughs> um, we got totally. Raw. Can we go yeah. to Raw? Okay. Let's get raw. Let's go to raw. Um, a lot on raw. Oh my god. Um, yeah, there is a lot, but we at least because he's Vince's boy. We uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Let's just go right into it. Um, so Kurt Angle opens up the show, says that Brock Lesnar is not here again. I immediately thought that this is obvious. Well, we I think we knew all along. Oh yeah, we already knew. People online really don't, which is I, so funny. honestly the really it seems reports, pretty. I think it's so. It obvious. seems super transparent to me. Yeah, especially because this casting, like. Having Reigns, of all people, literally even Cena would be better to call anybody else Vince's boy than Roman Reigns. Yeah, that was a bad. I don't know how he thought that was okay. Um, let's talk about the obvious stuff in the segment that people are wondering about, yep. just instead of rehashing the whole thing, because essentially Roman said that, what well, you just said, he's annoyed that Brock gets these special privileges, it's not Kurt Angle's fault, he's just the middleman, it's not even Brock Lesnar's fault, apparently it's Vince McMahon's fault. By the way, what does Roman want? Does he want Vince to fire Brock and That's hand him, to hand to him the universal I, title? I was watching with my I mean, mom and what my are you even after like, here, Roman? Why does he care that he's not on Raw? Yeah. You have your match at WrestleMania. Just be concerned that he shows up on April 8th. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that right there is, that's the first thing I said before he even went backstage. Yeah. Then he goes backstage into Gorilla, which I have to be honest, despite the obvious flaws in logic and writing, I said before that they should book this feud in a way that is different. So I talked about, remember, I talked about a pull apart brawl. So like you're the, the reason this is happening to us. Uh, well, no, I was speaking like physically between them, like build up the animosity. And they are building up the animosity well. Um, yeah. But the things that they're having Roman say is what's almost reversing course. So I like how they did a, a different angle like this. Of course, there's a speculation that Roman's having this possible. Um, this Johnny Bravo guy who has information about steroid uh, WWE wrestlers. No, you didn't steroids. hear about that. He was talking about Luther Reigns. He confused Roman Reigns with Luther Reigns. That's it's not it's not anything. 
When did he say that? I heard that today. Yesterday. Okay, well, that's definitely a convenient. I mean, I never believed it, but he definitely said Roman the first time because I watched it. No, no, so I know. I heard that guy, he confused Roman Reigns for. Yeah, Luther no, Reigns. I'm just telling you, I don't buy that he confused it. I think that he lied and needed to cover this. Maybe. I'm going to confirm that, actually. Just because I watched... Maybe I'm wrong. I, I heard that the, somewhere. No, no. I, I totally think that's probably what happened, but Six I watched ago, the yeah, first... Roman Reigns possibly confused with Luther Reigns in steroid scandal. Oh, is this possibly? Uh, well, that was one... Because uh, I watched the first the YouTube video, and the guy said Roman Reigns. It's not like he Roman said Reigns. Roman Reigns confused for Luther Reigns in steroid scandal? Question mark. That's another headline. Luther Reigns confused for Roman Reigns in steroid scandal? That's a third. Yeah, but what does the actual thing say? You guys all read the script, right? I don't read the script. Script reads me. Uh, possibly confuses is interesting. Roman Reigns is still part of John Bravo's WWE steroid documentary. Apparently, Bravo was inundated with questions concerning his documentary and whether or not Luther Reigns was going to be the only Reigns popping up in the long-awaited next installment. John Bravo was quick to dispel these rumors with a couple simple slides on his Instagram story. Then he was back to work. Luther and Roman are two different people. Stop spreading rumors and wait until I release more information. So he's saying... He's telling people to stop spreading rumors when he's the one who said Roman at first? He's an no, 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 no. That's what he's refuting. He's saying, I didn't confuse him. He's still saying Roman. Oh. So I was wrong. Okay. So then the suspension angle could possibly be a protector of that. People thought that Braun Strowman's booking after Elimination Chamber was also a protector of that, even though yeah. he would never just get slotted into... Unless he won the number one contendership yeah. very quickly. But, um, okay. Overlooking the fact that Roman was still in gorilla position when Kurt actually made the announcement that, Brock's, that Brock wasn't there, first of all. Not even going to dwell on that, though. Well, we have to... Do we know that? We have to, you know, suspend all disbelief. That Roman Reigns had... His music hadn't hit yet. He, he, his music hit as a result of Kurt saying that Brock wasn't there, and Kurt tried to talk about Miz TV and Roman's music hit. Right. Oh, well, Roman brought that up in his promo, didn't he? Didn't he flat out say, I just walked past Vince McMahon and he didn't tell me that Brock's not here? That's part of the yeah, story. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, no, you were still standing right next to him when Kurt made the fucking announcement. No, but his thing is that Vince didn't tell him before the show. Or, like, he's saying he had a huge even, Or angle. even while he was in gorilla position. But what I'm saying is that when you heard the announcement from Kurt Angle, you were still in the gorilla position where Vince still was. Oh, yeah. So, no, you didn't hear from him, but you also, at that point, had had the opportunity to say... Say, what now? Why didn't you tell me that? So do you I'm going to go talk some shit and then come right back here and get in your so face. So do you think it would have been better? Well, on one end, it'd be a hypocrite for him not to come out after complaining about Brock not coming out. So, I mean, in that end, I have to think about, you know, fans and whatnot. And oh, the more he, he molded... Out. Well, he would have no reason to. So, I mean, I think he wanted to say it on a public forum in front of, you know, whatever, 3.5... I, say, I, just, I just gave Vince shit for not telling me that I had to just find out from Angle while I was waiting in Gorilla. Yeah, you can also assume that Vince McMahon is, is the real-life producer just, of a television show and couldn't talk to him right. at that moment. What I, anyway, what I, what I was going to say is... I just think there are other issues with that beside that one little thing, that's all. Because I think that he should have come out. Roman got fired for breaking kayfabe, first of all. Second of all, when Roman left Vince's office after the commercial break that they cut to and they came back... Suspended, and, not fired. Oh, did I say fired? Yeah. Uh, he, well, he got suspended you don't for... Break, get basically, excited. he got suspended for breaking kayfabe. He got suspended in kayfabe for breaking that very same kayfabe. After commercial break, they come back to Vince's office. Renee's waiting outside. Roman comes out, and Renee tries to get a word with him. He walks away in a huff. Right. To me... Should have been, yeah. Yeah. That's... Are you kidding? You just have had this huge injustice brought upon you, and now you have a further opportunity to 
explain your side to actually like voice where you're coming from before everybody even finds out that you just got suspended or even to tell everybody that you got suspended and why it's bullshit. And he just walks away in a huff like a little kid. Didn't like that. And then the other, just the last thing is that Vince guaranteed that Brock would be at Raw next week. He also guaranteed that Brock versus Reigns would happen at WrestleMania. Not that Brock would defend the title, that Brock versus Reigns would happen. And then he said that Brock, that Reigns was suspended. So I don't think, you know, I don't think the suspension, or at least I, maybe they're just really putting their eggs in that basket, but I don't think that they're, you know, I, I, he, did, he did still guarantee Reigns versus Lesnar specifically on Raw when he was talking to Renee after Reigns walked away. And right, off. yeah. Why are you saying that, though? Is it people thinking that it won't happen, or...? Well, because you said that part of the reason they did the suspension was if they had to pull Reigns out of the main event at WrestleMania. Yeah, or right. Or at least that's what I got. But I kind of took Vince's thing more as that Brock, because it's about him fulfilling his obligations, that he'll be defending his title. Um, but you are right. But he, he did, did say, say... He did yeah. say Roman, but I think defending the championship is more important than whoever the challenger is. I mean, obviously, you need a challenger for WrestleMania. But Honestly, almost any Brock other challenger the, would be more important in my book. Well, mine as well. Um, so, yeah, so the, uh, a couple of the other glaring... Because uh, um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give it a thumbs down for a segment. I think, that the, I think that the writing was wonky, but I don't think it was done badly. I think that everyone no. played their part well. And it was, yeah, it was performed um, well, but the problem is it's just confusing presentation, like I said, because this guy, like, nobody hears that. You know, I, I just can't see this effectively turning anybody against Brock and on, you know, Roman's side. Right. I mean, people have been saying that they are accomplishing it with, with the live events. I mean, it's bad business to do this, first of all. I don't understand why they think that, um, you know, advertising the biggest draw in the company before the biggest draw in the company may no longer be contracted with the company and have him pulling him from dates to fulfill a storyline isn't, I don't think, the best way they should be going about this. Um, Brock is a killer, and I think that, again, not because it was my idea, I just think you should have had physical animosity. Uh, you want to do it the first week, that's fine. Then they did the whole house show with uh, Kane, where he beat him in 38 seconds, which could have been what happened regardless. But I have to imagine they did that intentionally. People at that show were What upset. do you mean? They did? They purposely made it short? Yes. Because okay. the idea is that Brock's not getting paid by the hour. He doesn't want to be here and blah, blah, blah. Right. He's he just then had fulfilling a match. His, his obligation yeah. to show up and then he leaving He had a match a- with ASAP. The Miz, and he defeated The Miz and The Miz Taraj. He fucked them all up, too, this, at a live event. Right. Uh, that went over a minute. So I, Ooh, I, I over a minute. Yeah. Whoa. So I just think that a if you want to do the storyline, make him not show up for anything. B, don't do it at all. Well, no. A, don't do it at all. I think. You know, if dude, once you're in a position, well, but if you want to go in all position, in, go all in. Then that's what I'm trying to say. Where they did it. Where you're getting people to an arena on the promise of something that you know you're not going to deliver, and the whole reason you're doing this is to try to get people on. The side of someone that they have been adversely opposed to ever since they caught wind that you were even trying to do this. It's just, it's like quicksand. They get, it's like he's getting more uh, unhinged, I guess. Like, like this is a, this is a really unorthodox, you know, that's, that's why they're trying to do it, to get Reigns over. You're advertising Brock for Obviously, multiple shows yeah. in a row, knowing you're not going to fulfill that, that obligation. For this reason, that's you should realize somewhere along the way that uh, no, we gotta. We're obviously our end result is has become impossible. Well, right. And what's more, the end does not justify the means. Yeah, 
No, I I agree. I we're, and we're going I think way that too far outside our our normal comfortable operating. They're face to face after the Rumble when Roman won the Rumble back in Philly. Uh, after before WrestleMania 31, the Blizzard. Yeah, I thought that was good. I thought Roman was good, and I thought Brock was good, and I think it was intimate. Right? Um, I think that they should not do that exact thing again. Um, I also don't think that you can do anything like that again because the the hope is that with with how much shit Roman is talking, Brock should be coming back very angry. Um, either that, or I mean, unless we're supposed to assume that he just doesn't care. Did you? Which then makes were you paying me attention not to, care. to what Kurt Angle said? Why Brock wasn't there? Because uh, he, because of transportation, or that or, he didn't or want something to. else, or that he just didn't feel like it. Yeah. I mean, I got to assume that he's been watching Raw. He saw what Rain said last week. He saw what Rain said two weeks ago. Oh God, I wouldn't. If he wasn't he fired out on his farm all right but you're saying that he's going to come back to raw angry because of what reigns has been saying you think he hasn't heard it yet to the point where that's why he didn't care to go to raw or do you because that you know what i mean like he's heard at least he's heard of it he's heard that reigns well, has been talking serious it, shit. so we know that he heard it paul Heyman addressed it let the, right so he, even in kayfabe you know he's not heated about it right now he doesn't even care enough to show and answer that challenge Right, but he by may also, I mean, granted, by implication. But he has a match with them at WrestleMania as well. So even if he, even if they don't have any meeting until that match, Mesel I'm saying Rainsia. at that match, he should be a little more yeah. aggressive than he is normally. And also, their WrestleMania 31 match, as much as I hate to admit it, it wasn't not bad. It was not a bad match at all. Yeah. Um, Best I, part by in, far being when Rollins music yeah, hit. Yeah, right. But, but I, I can't even say that it wasn't good before that because it, it, it was no it, it was, was a good match it was good. the blood helped it a lot and apparently Louisiana and it was real physical and yeah. and you could kind of yeah yeah there it Roman had, it had a certain when Roman it had, had a certain atmosphere to it but it just I mean you're not this is I don't, this isn't how you fucking do this no no it's not but like, I think that I am invested to see the match yeah as much as I hate to admit it why well, I don't hate to admit it. I don't give a fuck what people think I'm I don't like Roman Reigns. Um, I do like Brock. Uh, it's working on some people. My cousin uh, in my little in my group chat, fuck Brock, fuck him. It's getting people, people who aren't that into just, it. Um, so I don't think it's getting. I don't think it's getting enough people, and I don't think it's going to get the, what they hope to by any means. I mean, no, I'm I don't not think getting it's going to be worth what they've sacrificed. You're not getting fooled, but at the same time, well, we're ineligible for that. We're, we're you know, at the end of the day, they're hyping a match, and after everything, they'll have a lot of material to type the match for. Yeah. Um. But. Saying that I bust my ass for Vince and I don't see my family and yeah, you chose his this, kids eh? are going to starve. Vince the is the one here, helping dude. you out. You're making multiple millions a year. You're, nobody, yeah, nobody Vince is, is worried that your kids are going to starve. Your your kids being fed is Vince is responsible for that in real yeah. life. So what do you mean? I don't know. I don't even understand that. Yeah, I bust my ass for you. No, you don't. You do it because he's Vince's boy. A, I would hope that a wrestler who's a babyface, who they want to get across as a babyface, is doing it for the fans. Yeah. Yes, you know, the whole family thing is, that's a big babyface trope to go on. So the writing, I thought it was a brilliant concept. I just think it just could have been done so much better. Yeah. That's I, I just, it's just all an extension of the fact that you hand chose Reigns instead of, you know, you pick a pool of guys. You pick a pool of five or six up and coming guys that fit the general mold. You know, yeah. Big E, Reigns, you keep an eye on all of them. You see what kind of support they're getting, how they're improving, how they're coming along. And then you decide from there. You know, you see who can... I, I mean, Reigns was, was... It was just... It was based on nothing. It was literally based on the anti-Batista uh, buzz that he got at the Royal Rumble that Daniel Bryan didn't win. Right. I agree. But that's road that we've <laughs> traveled before. Oh, God, unfortunately. I'm not a good guy. What? 
Um, the women had a big a big part of Raw, and I really overall liked this a lot. Um, yeah. So at first we have, how did that start? Because I know that it led to Alexa and Mickey, but who started it? Who? How did that? Did Asuka... You're talking about later when oh, I'm backstage? No, 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 I got it. Asuka okay. was getting interviewed, which led to Alexa Bliss and Mickey James coming out. Oh, okay, yeah. Which led to Alexa Bliss, you know, talking down to Asuka, mm. which led to a match with Mickey, which I saw coming from a mile away, because they both had their tie Well, on. which Alexa seemed to think was leading to a match with Nia, but then Nia didn't show, right? No, I... Said you'll be no, with this, I just with this think monster... I, and then nothing happened. Well, and I then, think and I just Mickey. meant that Nia was going to oh, like, just attack about, her. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if she meant a match necessarily. But I just noticed Mickey was in her wrestling attire. I figured they'd have a yeah. match. Obviously, they've wrestled before. At Dude, they had, a, they had a hell oh, of a match, course, too. Especially yeah. for Raw, for that, yeah, that uh, spot people, on Raw. People are bitching about the match going too long and Asuka losing her luster. Fuck I totally you, dude. disagree. Uh, Mickey put up the same amount of fight. Actually, it took her longer. It took Asuka longer to beat Mickey at TakeOver than it did Monday Night Raw, which makes sense. But still, of course. Um, so I like that was good. There, I mean, I, I think it was close to an hour of women's content because the Alexa Bliss Oscar stuff was about 10 minutes. Yeah. The match was, uh, I think, a little shy of 14, 13. Um, the match had a break in between it, a commercial break. Then they went yeah. to back after it was over. Alexa goes to Naya and says, you know, where were you? And the whole concept is that Naya, I guess, is embarrassed or has a little low confidence and self-esteem after being destroyed by Asuka. Right. Which I don't think is in her character. Well, it's conveniently well, in her character now because they wanted her to be babyface, but it wouldn't have been if this is the same weird. Naya Jax from a few months continued ago. continued weird so that, on Raw. So that's the only part of it that I can obviously and everyone can obviously give a thumbs down to. But as a whole, I think Naya played her part very well. Um, after, of course, Naya left and said, oh, you're my best friend to Alexa, Naya had a Squatch match. A Squatch? Which is just a so... A Sasquatch match? A uh, Sasquatch match. It's so not necessary to have a Squatch match at this point. Like, there's a certain point where you have to stop doing enhancement matches with talent that's already over, and this is one of them. Even See, if thought, the only reason is to See, th- let her be in the ring to watch it. I thought, didn't Naya, uh, say that was the reason she didn't come out for Alexa earlier? I think the plan was for her to go out for Alexa with, with Asuka earlier. Oh. And she said that Kurt had put her in that match. Yeah, that was that, the function yeah, but, of the okay, match, not but, so much to feature the squash. Okay, but that's almost worse than what I'm talking about, because she didn't come out for Asuka because she has a jobber. So are we supposed to believe that she didn't know who she was going to face? Because I, I, no, I mean, if I were Naya, I for Alexa because she has a match, not yeah, a jobber. Because she didn't want to exert her... Why, what, does, what does that have to do with that? Because you don't have a match, you can't come... Like, I'm, I'm confused. Alexa tried to frame it that she felt... Um, embarrassed or um, I don't know. Like I, I said like before, Naya low self said Kurt said not to go out because I have a match coming up. Okay. Well, if that if that was said, then that's perfect. Yeah, I think. I mean, I maybe I'm wrong. Um. But regardless, it. I, I like how they explain the microphone being on. Although the video yeah. camera is is just as important. But at the same time, that's what one of the wake. My mom said it. And then I heard I, the guy I had that Keller problem until he said it. But he's right. The Damn. microphone is the only thing that matters. Well, yeah, but also with, with the camera light, like you could argue they they would see the red camera light on. Yeah, but they show. But is there a they camera show, light? Is that a thing for every show camera? Clips of uh, I think it's pretty standard, but they okay. show clips of people backstage. You know, like when they're going to and from commercials, sometimes just talking without any audio, like with music over it or something, or the commentators talking. Right. So, you know, Alexa and oh, Mickey had a reasonable expectation just to think it was that. Yeah, you know? true. And they also knew that they knew they were going to have an interview coming up. 
Yeah. I guess they just didn't think to look to see. Well, she wasn't there interviewing them, so they. Right. Makes sense, um, I guess. But I mean, the, the mic was still in the room with them. Oh, it was right there. That's yeah. the only thing. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. off and they protected it. But I honestly didn't even think they were going to explain it. So that anything they gave me yeah. would have been good, to be honest. Um, Alexa, this is a testament to how good of a heel Alexa Bliss is because they need to turn someone who's 15 times her size. And I don't mean that as a knock on eye because I love her. Um, no, that's the fucking story. Baby face. Weird. It's still weird, though. It's uh, maybe it's, it's weird, gotta, but maybe she's got to ambi- grow on me. It's ambitious. I think. I think it, oh, it's definitely and, ambitious, and, and it's really a testament to, like I said before, Alexa Bliss's heel work. Because I think that's the yeah. only reason. Um, and I think she could be a fine babyface as well. She was. Um, it's a completely different I character. I almost think she should have just turned babyface no, after elimination never, chamber. Never. Please don't ever say those words again. She's the one character okay. who I don't think will ever. I mean, you can say them as long as you want. In I that promo, no, no you actually to... you thought she was. I mean, what promo? When she was cutting that promo after Elimination Chamber, but then she wound up turning. Like, like she, when she said, but "That's thank, the only thanks, reason why this, she." This proves did it. that all the little girls watching. Of course, can da, yeah. Da, 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 da. But I mean, that was all designed for that. So I mean, I think I think it would work because she's attractive and she's a decent in-ring competitor. But mm-hmm. her heel work is what I think got her where she is right now. Well, no, I know it is. No, I know it is. No, definitely, yeah. definitely. So the other part of the w- women's division, Sasha Banks got her win back from Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville beat her a few months ago, so now that's like not. I mean, yeah, she beat Sasha Banks, but yeah, <laughs> Bailey came out reluctantly, which I literally kept screaming at the TV. If you don't Dude. want to be there, then don't be out. Then yeah. don't be there. What a pouty little baby! You have to assume that she knew Sasha was getting, since now all of the stuff about cameras and video and how things are transmitted to superstars mm. in the back are like a thing. You have to imagine, and we know for a fact that they watch it in Gorilla on the screen. We, I mean, I've seen that before. Yeah, TV and Gorilla. Um, Bailey knew that she was getting beat down and didn't run back out. That's obviously yeah. the crux of that story. Yeah. Um, but with the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, something is telling me I'm 90% confident that Naya and Alexa will happen. Yeah. I'm 20% confident that Sasha and Bailey will happen. Only 20%. I'm 80% confident that the Battle Royal will have all four of these women in it, in it as a way to bolster it. Alexa yeah. and Naya, too? Yeah. No Raw title no. match? I don't think... Don't, totally don't agree with it. But I'm what telling you, you even, where do you, where, why, because why? of the Moolah Battle Royal being new and them needing, they won't need 30 people. I think maybe 20, even 15 will be okay. Um, yeah, I think that 20. you'll need people in it who are major players. And you have Becky and you have Naomi you have, yeah, and you yeah, have I Carmella. Think you have enough with them. But, um, Natalia. Maybe even, if you want to do Bailey and Sasha, to me, that's already enough because. Yeah, I would, yeah. Then you have I, the Riot Squad. You have a sen- see, uh, I think I'd rather Naya. Abstention or whatever a, they're called. <laughs> I, uh, absolution. And then you have, they've announced some NXT, uh, women's super. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of hoping Billy Kane and Peyton Royce would get properly called up after WrestleMania, but I have a feeling they'll just show up and they'll be, it'll be a Baron Corbin kind of thing, which yeah. I'm not mad about. I hope they still give them a spotlight and like, but oh, I kind of have a feeling Corbin. that's how they'll lure them off. Boring Carbon. Yeah, um, I actually would rather Sasha and Bailey in a singles match than Nia and Alexa. Um, I, well, or even a four way. Yeah, no, I can't say that. I, a four-way would be lazy, but I'd like it better than all the other options because you can yeah. still build to singles matches after WrestleMania. And that fits with my Sasha Bailey SummerSlam thing. Yeah. Because you could still stretch that out. Yeah, see, I want to Especially see. with only co-branded pay-per-views now where they yeah. have the room to not need to extend things. So in that respect, I'd be okay with the four-way. 
But something's telling me Sasha and Bailey is not getting a Mania match. I think that they'll put them in the, really? the Moolah Battle Royal. It seems like they've been giving them no, they have. Well, focus. Oh, they definitely have been giving them focus. Yeah. Um, it could just be a slow burn. Maybe they want to have the heel turn happen completely there. Or maybe the Monday after Mania. and so then happen really during slowly. the match there. Or on the go home Monday before. or you know. See, when they have a match together, I should, I'd want, get I'd that want the animosity to be... I think uh, that matchup has, has yeah. enough gravitas to... To already justify its place on Mania, let alone the fact that they're currently feuding with each other. Well, there's no... Well, and not, also, well, and also that, get no. fucking four women's matches on there and a female battle royale. I, you're preaching to the choir. I I'd, totally I'd have it Bailey versus Sasha. Uh, and I'd, I'd the Raw Women's title match, I'd do... I think I would do Nia versus uh, Alexa versus Mickey. Why Mickey, though? Why would it make sense that Mickey would be in that match? Because N- Mickey was also tied to... Yeah, but what has she done to Alexa. deserve a championship opportunity? The whole WrestleMania build has been about well, no, you matches. Would have, you would have and... written it so that I'm not saying based on what's happened. Yeah, but I'm they're saying not. You would have booked it accordingly. Oh, also, Mickey James was not selling any part of Oscar's attack. Yeah, I went yeah, back. And, I went back that, and watched. Yeah. It. Oh, I didn't really want to talk about it. It's just something that I noticed, and I think it. She didn't need to be like on the ground, writhing in pain, but yeah. something, not just entering like Mean Girls territory the minute after a match with the greatest and most dangerous female competitor ever to step foot in WWE. Also, Mickey James, of all people, who has been fat-shamed before. That Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I forgot about that one. That was another one that wasn't was even going to go there. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about the women. Um, Cruiserweight Cedric Alexander has... Uh, did you put that up because you knew that he won, or did you assume that he won? No, yeah, I pulled that out of my ass. Yeah. I just heard Him that they... and uh, Roderick Strong had a good match. I know um, we were saying whoever Ali was fighting might be in there instead, but I just heard that Ali's been doing really good and cut a really good promo a week ago or Drew something. Gulak, yeah, Drew Gulak. They've been building yeah, him he up. Wasn't so be Ali and Cedric. I'm annoyed that they're doing that. They chose this when you have Buddy Murphy and you have Roderick Strong and Hideo Tommy in it, just because we saw this match in 205 Live, and I think they know that it was a great match and that they'll deliver something, and that's why they're doing it, which yeah. I'm okay with, but. I don't know. I hey man, I you, saw my, you saw my you saw my wishful WrestleMania had a cruiserweight ladder match. Yeah, that that was with, I, with yeah. basically everybody you yeah, just said. Yeah, but at the same it. time, and, this, ne- and a returning Neville. Yeah, this tournament though, I would have loved that idea. But this tournament really helped put Two of Five Live in a new um, competitive atmosphere. So for that respect, I'm happy about the tournament right now. Yeah, after this tournament, it's almost like two oh six. Right. Damn. That's terrible. Um, that's no, getting that's terrible. that's the cutting room floor right um, there. We don't have much to talk about this match because nothing was happening about it except for video packages, which I'm getting sick of seeing. But well, of course next week, we have Angle and Rousey versus Triple okay. H and Seven McMahon. Oh, Rousey was oh, not the, on, on Monday second. Night Raw. Slow, slow, slow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, now you're talking about yeah, it. Um, uh, yeah, because well, I, mean, I ate I, some crow last it. week and it didn't taste good. Um, because so, I was I was wrong about Rousey right. being well full time. Truth be told, they still announced it. Truth be told, she's going to be there on every Raw um, between now and WrestleMania. So WWE took down the real truth is the told. article afterwards that said that Rousey will be on Raw. Um, Do they even said Ronda Rousey coming up next for the live crowd? Yeah, they did that after the Rumble, too. For the fucking too. video package. I know. They, they did that at the Rumble when she first, because uh, everyone thought she'd be on the The night after the, the Rumble, night. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm okay with this. See, I think that the Raw and SmackDown before WrestleMania shouldn't always need to have everything in it. Like, I like that the tag team scene main evented, even if it was all done to get Strowman over and it, and it totally undermined it, all the tag teams in that division. It was and it did. Go ahead. I still like that because this match didn't need a spotlight or a main event segment or a talking segment, especially since they've gotten lucky with the fact that, I don't want to say lucky, but it's been decent to good so far, the build. Yeah. And I'd rather them not have them on a week than risk 
having a bad segment or Rousey looking bad or anything of the sorts. I could honestly have training videos from all four of them leading up to the match. I'd be happy with that. Um, yeah, even I would if too. Rousey's I just would never at any point even if say she's going to be there every Agreed. And I also and... think that it's not fair to her because oh, totally people, are gonna, fair to her. people are going to think that after how Roman's framing Brock for not coming in. Yeah. And now Ronda's not coming Doing in. The same but that's not her thing. choice. Damn. She's, you know, obviously being told both kayfabe and not kayfabe that she's not needed another show or, or i don't even know what actually happened what um she's vince's girl i could dude. imagine that something you know what happened she's vince's girl yeah. she's steph's girl why don't you think they announced it after announcing brock do you think that they thought that fans would forget do you think oh that, like, they were definitely hoping because for that very reason you can't announce brock and announce rousey you're trying to do the exact opposite thing with with the two of them you know you're trying to frame Brock as somebody who doesn't care about WWE. Okay, so not in the beginning of the show, but maybe like a video package and just something from Michael Cole, so the audience doesn't. I don't know, just something. It doesn't. I mean, I guess they didn't. People forgot. Did they talk about on Raw that she'll be on every? Like, did they talk about it on every program? Were you saying right after Raw the dirt sheets? It took them a minute to pick it up, even to realize that Ronda wasn't yeah, on Raw. I know. If I if I had and a then dirt people sheet, started I checking the link and I, saw that yeah. it wasn't active anymore. Although I just read another article where it said WWE announced it again, so I have a feeling that. Not announced it. They found an article. So probably she'll be on it now going forward. Yeah. Um, Not exactly a Mr. McMahon guarantee. No offense. Sorry, one quick thing on that match on the mix, on the WrestleMania Mixed Match Challenge. The Miz last week did say, when he was talking about Kurt Angle with the Mizzies, he did say, uh, you know, you're a lousy GM. You're not going to wrestle. You're not going to be GM after WrestleMania after you get beat by Stephanie and Triple H. Which does heavily imply that there's a looming stipulation in place. It also oh, right. that is going to be added that Kurt Angle's job as GM is on the line. You know, since he needs this job, um, which I hate by the way. But anyway, and that makes sense because we were wondering why have Rousey Simone Dropper last week? Why have Stephanie get to come up in so early? Because we we assume that Rousey and Angle are winning anyway, both for the stipulation and for the fact that. Triple H and Stephanie, this is how they get one back between now and now and then. Yeah, well, when Kurt Angle made the match, I mean, first of all, I don't know why Stephanie just couldn't have overrided the match. That's first of all. I cannot um, argue that. Second You're of right. all, second it of all, it does not make sense. What the, the fuck are you doing? I think that if they don't want to do that, then if I don't think they put something in the Miz's promo that would affect that match. I think that no, it's a good idea. No, 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 I think maybe the the Miz somehow just knows about that and and it slipped. Like I I don't think that was intentional. Oh, I don't. I think it was. I mean, I don't I don't know what that stipulation would do for the match to be honest, especially since Angle can just become a wrestler after that if he wants to. Well, yeah, but it and gives Stephanie, to, like, it gives Stephanie and Triple H a way to get one up back between now and WrestleMania, that's all. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they'd have to win. Do they really? I mean, Triple H as a no, fourteen-time champion. The, no, can, just making the announcement. From when they make the announcement till when Kurt Angle wins at WrestleMania, there's the looming stress that he might not win. That's what that's what they're getting. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the advantage they're getting up on him. Yeah, I guess. I suppose. I mean, I don't. I'm watching the match for Ronda more than to see if Angle's gonna keep his job. Yeah, no, no, but, uh, oh, no, 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 but so I guess am I. it. But so I, am I totally. Yeah, but I guess it makes sense based on the context. Um, so the Miz got the Miz Taraj a what I thought was a championship match. I thought that was kind of vague when he said that they were getting a title, a match. I thought it was yeah. for the titles, and he then made it, it sound like they already had a title match at WrestleMania, basically something like that. Yeah, 
Um, and then it devolved with all the tag teams coming out, which we were expecting one of the divisions to do near WrestleMania season, and it was the Raw tag team division. Um, as I said before, staple. Cesaro and Sheamus has, have beaten everybody. I'm sure they've beaten Gallows and Anderson at one point, but they're the only ones that haven't had a proper match in this cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, Braun Strowman, after finishing his Elias feud last week, which is finished, and I liked... When I saw Braun on the screen, I thought that was tying into what was happening with Elias, and I thought that Elias and Braun were actually going to be having a tag oh, really? team. Uh, a feud, not a tag team, a feud at Mania. Yeah. Because it happened right after Elias left. Right. I thought like Elias was going to be watching it or something, but it wasn't. Braun Strowman said he'll find his path to WrestleMania, which included entering this Battle Royal, which I for sure thought AOP would be in, by the way. I thought yeah. that's why they were making it the main event. Up until that um, point. Now I know why they made it the main event. They put Strowman in it. Um, I'm okay with this. Some people don't like it. I'm okay. I don't think... Well, do you think he's going to wind up being made to get a partner, or is he going to go... Because, I mean, honestly, Well, I in, think a tag team match line. should be a tag team. I don't think it should be allowed that he's holding... Yeah, but in storyline, he can beat the bar by himself. He can, but in like terms of the Braun's longevity individual, of, 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 of I wouldn't the tag mind. team championship, I wouldn't do that. For a little while, I wouldn't mind him holding both because if he's a very unique, he's a very specifically <sighs> unique athlete. You like love he's... messing with the convention of the championships. You were okay with co-WWE champions. Well, I, one honestly, guy I would the... be more resistant to it if you didn't have two different tag titles. Like I want to, you know, you want to differentiate them anyway. So I'm always looking for opportunities to do that. But Braun is well, a... differentiated based on the on the wrestlers and the. And the in the, each division and what they bring to, to, to their not division. Not differentiate. That's not what I meant. What I meant is, like, you don't want to allow things to get monotonous to the best that you can avoid it, like, to the best of your ability. You know, so this way... So you, you call someone up. So you have two... T- instead of just having, you know, I, this is just a way to mix up one of the tag divisions on, you know, two different shows. I don't know. I'm just... No, I mean, I the prospect of him winning the tag team championships is, like, comical and funny and, and, and I guess, awesome. But I, I don't... I don't know. I think that... Well, I mean, if it he would... defends it against teams, and he beats teams, I think... But how much longer can we risk the division losing to one guy at the same time? I mean, we already have him storm through the entire division, so he beats Sheamus and Cesaro single-handedly, which kind of takes some luster off of them, to be honest, um, with how much they booked them, four-time See, champions. I, re- I already feel like they, you know, they were already kind of uh, involved with him in the... The uh, TLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. No, well, I hope they bring that into this a little bit, too. Yeah. If they can. Um, but the internet reports, I, I do, for the first time, believe. I think that Elias will wind up being his tag team partner. I mean, I could see that. I yeah. just, you um, know. And I would prefer it, just for the case that I want Elias to have a spot in the show. And I think that if all of that was done with them to be a team, I think it's pretty clever. And still differentiates itself from other tag divisions. Despite the whole odd couple pairing being a trope in WWE Tag Team Wrestling, we've seen it before. Mm. I just think it could really work with these two. And just for the prestige of the titles, I'd rather a actual team holding the tag team yeah. championships. As much see, as I love Strowman. I'd almost rather see him get like a cruiserweight or somebody that he doesn't see as... Braun I was thinking to, a big wants show. to accomplish this by himself. Like he wants to... You know, he wants to be a one-man tag team champions. He wants to be. But doesn't a one-man he want to be team. a universal champion? That that you know, like I don't. No, that's he does, another, and honestly, this is, this would be another way to prolong that because that's always something you got to consider. I mean, the second Braun wins that, as far as I'm concerned, he's got to hold it for a long ass time. So the more time you can put between now and then, justifiably, logically, rationalizing it, the better. And this also does that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely intriguing. That's for sure. And. um... Okay, I think now we're good, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. All right, so thank you for joining us for Wishful Booking. As we merge on out of the fast lane, start to head over to the exit lane as a WrestleMania exit is coming up, figuratively speaking. I don't know, that got away from me real quick, but 
You get it. It's the road to WrestleMania. It's driving. It's driving metaphors. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at RealHugeActor. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Morecraft, of course. Like us on Facebook at WishfulBookingPod. Yep. Email in yep. WishfulBooking at gmail.com. Yep. You agree with all of that, it seems. Kevin and Sammy are in my head. <laughs> the Yup Movement has the taken yep us over in full effect. Over. We'll speak to you guys next week. So long, guys. Later. Later.